You're listening to In The Know, a collection of career development insights and leadership experiences from INSEAD, the business school for the world. And welcome to episode 10 of In The Know. As promised, we are bringing you a sneak peek of a typical INSEAD event as we listen to Careers With Purpose. This event featured in the INSEAD Sustainable Development Goals Week and focused on how individuals can become a force for good. Jean-Marc Bailly from Asta Capital and Fanny Auger from Nature et de Couvier discussed how they transformed the future of the industry through their commitment to sustainability. They'll share their success stories in unconventional career paths, their experiences in disrupting markets and in bringing their business models to life. This event was one of a series organised by the Hoffman Global Institute for Business and Society and was in collaboration with the INSEAD Student Clubs. So let's get in the know by joining the special INSEAD event, Careers with Purpose. So today's session um, is on the Careers with Purpose. My name is Sol Park and I'm the president of the Endeavour Club at INSEAD. Uh, Endeavor focuses on social impact, so it's a great pleasure for me to introduce two amazing panelists today. Fanny Oje, she is a brand director at us. Apologies for my French accent, that will be Nature Découvre. And on my left-hand side is uh, Mr. Jean-Marc Bali. He is, has been serving as a managing partner at Astro Capital since March of 2016. Um, today, we are going to bring those two panelists to talk about their career journeys at the organization they work for or also in the past. And we will also help, uh, they will also help us to define what they mean by purpose in their career. Uh, so without further ado, please help me to welcome these two amazing panelists to this session. So I know I gave a very, very brief introduction of who you are in terms of your position and the title but we'd love to learn more about the career journey you had and how did the purpose define you to the journey? Um, good evening, everyone. I'm very happy to be here. Um, my name is Fanny and I'm about, um, I'm 40 years, 41 years old. It's hard to say, but that's fine. Um, I'm the brand director for uh, an amazing French retailer um, called Nature et Découverte. Uh, we have about uh, 83 stores in France uh, four in Belgium, one in Luxembourg, and three in Germany, seven in Switzerland, and I just opened uh, Spain last week. Um, it's a beautiful brand that was founded 30 years ago in order to reconcile humanhood and nature. So um, it's a job I've taken on about a year ago for a position that was created for me. Basically, I take care of marketing, data, CRM, um, customer service, uh, loyalty program, and communication. A very, very committed company for the past 30 years. It was founded 30 years ago, and it's one of the most committed French brands. And my career journey is quite long, so I'm going to put it short. But basically, um, I have two passions in life, or I should say three maybe, culture and curiosities. And it's funny how it has shaped my, my, my past. Since the begin- from the beginning. I should add a third one, which is nature, because I grew up in the countryside. I'm half French, half uh, Luxembourg, and uh, I grew up in the countryside at the border of both countries. Um, my path has been um, 
very not typical, I would say, which is the usual answer. But um, I've graduated from um, the Sorbonne in modern literature. I have a master's in literature and uh, from Sciences Po. So I have a master's in politics, but I studied marketing, journalism, um, many other things, communication there. Uh, I started my career at L'Oréal, which was to me the worst thing ever. I had no purpose. I must admit I was a huge failure at L'Oréal. Um, I could not see the point of making lipsticks for women. Of course, it's about making women feel beautiful, da da da, but it didn't work for me. So by that time, it was the early, yeah, I guess it was 2002, something like that. So I, I stayed at L'Oréal for about two years, maybe. And then a headhunter recruited me to move to the Middle East, where I've never set foot before. So I moved to the Middle East. I, I was very French. I needed some experience abroad. Um, so I followed a fantastic career there for about five years and a half. I was working in luxury business. I was working for a fantastic group called Shaloub Group. Some of you might have heard about it. And I was a marketing manager, then commercial manager. And I was, at the end, I was managing about 50, 56 stores within the Middle East. I went to Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Qatar, Kuwait. And I was managing six Chanel stores, uh, 12 Todd's, 10 Ralph Lauren. I had great fun. It was fantastic. But back in 2010, I was like, okay, I'm 30 years old. I've achieved all that. What's in it for me now? I want to do something that looks like me. I want to shape my own way according to my values and, um, and what I want to do. So I came back to France and... Um, then I went on into the culture world. I started the School of Life Paris as well, which is a school where you get to learn whatever you haven't learned from school. Um, it's about soft skills and emotional intelligence. And one year ago, I was recruited by Antoine, the CEO of Nature Redécouverte. I was not looking for any job. I, was, I have three companies nowadays. I have written a book. I did my first TED three weeks ago, and everything was going well for me. But I was convinced that by Antoine that joining a big company again, I would make a difference. And what really passionated me about Nature et Découverte, it's one of the first innovative, committed brands towards biodiversity and the environment. And I was like, as an entrepreneur who has three companies and God knows how hard it is, how can you make a difference? You know, how can you have a foundation where they give about 10% of the net profit every year and, and striving business-wise. We are still opening. We just, in the past three months, we opened about seven stores, which is fantastic. So um, I was fascinated by the whole uh, purpose and project of Nature Redécouverte. And as an entrepreneur and as a business person, I, was, I really wanted to understand and crack the nut how you can be committed and how you can still make profit, because that's the basis of everything, right? I, I think it's fantastic. I think it's always good to hear someone really passionate about their journey. Um, and we definitely look forward to hearing about your passion, too. So uh, I'm Jean-Marc. I'm 48. Uh, and uh, my purpose, to, to, to make it short, and, and I will explain you why, I, probably it's close to entrepreneurship. In fact, I, I'm not a full, uh, or I didn't start my career as an entrepreneur, but in fact, what I recognize in my career is that 
it's mainly driven by doing it my, myself or doing it with some people, but changing things and, and becoming a, 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 an entrepreneur myself, even though I'm doing venture capital, uh, I managed to turn the company I work in to be my company now. <laughs> so uh, it's a company for all three of us. I mean, we, and uh, everything started uh, uh, about 20 years ago when um, I've been uh, uh, lucky enough to be proposed to start a venture or corporate venture business at Schneider Electric. It's a, it's a French company uh, or global company now. I spent a few years before and in the finance, uh, corporate finance at Schneider, and I was um, proposed different uh, in my past of, of career past. I was proposed to do M&A, to do some other stuff at finance, and they were start, they were considering to do something in venture because in 2000 everybody was doing or starting to do corporate venture for any any uh, big company, and uh, there was nothing, and I was really. Uh, I was proposed to, to choose whatever I wanted, and, and, and I took this one because it was the only one where I could do it more on myself, meaning that uh, it was not really a, a good career path, so honestly, but I was considering that at least I would do something with my purpose and also where, where I could build something because we were starting from scratch. Nothing was, uh, I was having no experience in this field. I discovered later on that most of the people in Europe were having no experience as well, but uh, this I, I learned afterwards. And we started this business uh, on two people. Uh, I worked with and for a, a guy who was at that time 45. So I started to learn the, the business uh, in 2000. And uh, honestly, I'm still doing this business, but we have done so much, so many mistakes at the beginning. So I cannot <laughs> condemn uh, anymore, but uh, we learned from that. And little by little, we started this business by, by building this around us and trying to, 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 to develop it with the aim to become more and more independent. So my aim has all the time been to become independent from Schneider Electric. And it took me some time to do it. Uh, in three steps, we managed to become fully independent. And I fully recognize that the, the, the only purpose and, 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 and thing that I was really, uh, or that, that was driving my, my, my choice and, and, and uh, the fact that I'm, I was still uh, staying uh, where, where, where I am is, is really the, the, the target of becoming independent and being able to start what I wanted to do. And uh, since the full independence, we have started new businesses. Uh, uh, I don't know whether they will be successful, but at least it's really startups that we, we start around our business. And, and um, so that was the purpose of, of my, 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 my career path. But on top of that, what I've been uh, looking at and, and, and really uh, still happy to do is really to support entrepreneurs. Venture is about, of course, making returns, uh, financing growth or growth, growth possibility of, of startups. But the, the other purpose beside this uh, financial return is really to be and support uh, uh, good entrepreneurs. Most of them are not good, by the way, but uh, for some of them, uh, you, you can really leave, you can be with, with people, uh, uh, wonderful people being uh, fantastic in what they want to do, what they are able to achieve. And uh, that's really, really a nice point. Maybe uh, one or two out of Many are like that, 
most of the other are not really that good, but uh, this is part of the innovation scheme. So it, it's, it's like that. But when you are part of a very good uh, story, uh, you feel you really enjoy it. Even though you are not the one driving the business, you are just helping, supporting, advising. Uh, 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 but, but it's really something where you, you learn and you enjoy it. So to, make, to finish it, uh, uh, maybe a little bit on, on what, uh, what we have done uh, around at Aster. So Aster is a venture capital organization. We have raised uh, a little bit more than 500 million uh, until now. We are still keeping raising funds, but uh, and we are doing uh, the next uh, fundraising uh, starting now. But we have offices in San Francisco, Tel Aviv, London, and Paris. Most of the team is, is, is in Paris. We have a European focus, building a capacity to understand what is going on in, the, in this world. Being in different innovation hubs, is a way not to be blinded by, by what we see uh, close to us. And, and guess what? I mean, in, in the Valley, of course, there are many, many interesting things. The most interesting part in the Valley is probably much more people, more than technology. What you see there are people which are able to do amaz amazing things. And that's really the, the, the interesting part. They, they, it's not coming from the technology. And it's, it's much, much more coming from people and their capacity to build, develop. I think what the common themes that I'm hearing from both of you guys is a passion for learning um, throughout your career journey. You also saw the like, passion and was able to combine the passion with your purpose. Um, but I'm also really curious as a student who is constantly wondering, gosh, what's my next step? How should I explore my career journey? What is my purpose? How, how, what is the kind of the key question you are constantly asking yourself uh, or perhaps the questions that you want your employees to ask throughout their career journey? What would that be? First thing, I mean, for younger people, what I recognize, because we are having many people joining us and, and for, for some years, you are collectively much more entrepreneur of your, of your lifestyle and, and career development than, than I used to be. Uh, we work, I mean, you are guys uh, or people uh, really able to drive your... your there are much more purpose and meaning, meaningful choices in, in, in young, younger generation that I used to recognize in, in my generation, or at least for myself. So that's, that's the first thing. I think you have all a purpose. The only thing that we, we are, what I recognize more now in people and what you have really to consider is, on top of purpose, is what do you want to bring or to bring to yourself? So not only to yourself, but most of people are concerning themselves also. But what do you want to bring? And, and, and the uh, call for action, let's say, that, that no people wants, want, want to have much more. So what do you want to bring to your uh, environment, to your people, to your family? To what's, I think the, the purpose and the meaning of the purpose is much more on, on the fundamentals of driving something, which we drive people to be much, much more entrepreneur or willing to join a kind of uh, 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 entrepreneur story. So there are more and more people willing to join startups or small companies because they consider that they are much more purpose or, or they might understand what they will bring to, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the venture. Um, and when I started my career, honestly, 30, uh, 25 or 30 years ago, it was much more about uh, bringing something meaningful for its career path, but on a 
10, 20 years long lifetime. So joining the big companies, joining uh, uh, or advisory company or whatever. So it was much more about the appealing of the name, brand name of the company. It's much more than what what was the, the, the what it was about. Most of the startups that people are joining now might, will disappear, by the way. So it's not about the name because you you three years after you might you might name a, a startup which is not existing anymore, but you don't care. People they don't care anymore because they just care about what they will learn. And what they will bring to, 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 to the, or what they will add to the venture. And this is really something I recognize. And this is something that most of the people are willing to build for themselves. There is a big, big, uh, uh, I mean, there are many, many more entrepreneurs now or people willing to become entrepreneurs than it used to be. But becoming an entrepreneur to finish with, I mean, it's not something, it's, it's probably less a purpose than than the aim of the entrepreneurs. So do you want to build something? Do you want to participate to something? Do you want to become uh, uh, recognized? So it's something, something that has to be attached to the purpose of, uh, of the career path. I'll rebound on what you just said. What really struck me a couple of months ago, I'm, um, I'm a teacher at Sciences Po, which used to be my school, but I teach soft skills, which is a new disciplinary at Sciences Po. And a couple of months ago, I asked my um, master's students, what do you want to do? Like, they're looking for an internship. or. And it's funny because I was graduated back in 2003, and everybody wanted to join in marketing. Everybody wanted to go to Procter or L'Oréal. That, was the two, that were the two schools in marketing. So when I asked them, I was, honestly, I was amazed because none of them wanted to join L'Oréal, LVMH, or Procter. None of them. They all wanted to start their own company very early on, or they wanted to join a company with a sense of purpose. Um, they were all interested in Nature et Découverte. I've never thought about it, about working at Nature et Découverte before, but they were like, oh, this is a company that sounds really interesting. Um, they all had some side projects, amazing stuff, but none of them wanted to go to these companies. Um, few went to Chanel, which is a very nice French company. They have a very nice foundation. They're very discreet about what they do, but LVMH as well. And nowadays, when you talk to, because through the School of Life, I work with HR directors of major companies. We work with Procter, Johnson & Johnson. We work with LVMH, The Holding, Dior, uh, Louis Vuitton, and Chanel, and blah, blah, blah. And all of them nowadays, their main problem is that students don't want to go to them. Because they've heard so much stories. So they are working on the Marc Employeur. How would you translate this? Employer's brand? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's how they call it. And they are spending so much money on the Marc Employeur in order to show how good they are. Because your generation is asking much more than mine. I was born in 1978. So I guess most of you in the room is a bit or a lot younger than I am. Uh, but by my time... Uh, I was already asking the, the questions, but nobody did. I mean, I spent such a short time at L'Oréal because I had no purpose. Everybody was like, are you mad? Um, and that was back in 2005, 2004. Um, so uh, this is a fact that really struck me. And it's either they want to be entrepreneur or they want to drive their own career like an entrepreneur with an entrepreneurship state of mind, which is very interesting. The second thing I would say is, I don't know if you've heard about this Japanese thing uh, called Ikigai, but they say that your Ikigai, your purpose, comes from your talents, your passions. 
and the needs of the world. And I think that's a great insight for you uh, that you want to shape a career. It's where, what are you good at? What do you love to do? I love when I have, um, uh, when I interview people uh, for a job, I love to ask them, what are your passions? What do you do in your uh, weekends? How committed are you? Everybody, th this new generation, most of them will tell you, I want to change the world. I want to make a difference. How, at my very little scale, I can move things, do things differently. I, I mean, with the climate change, let's call it the climate crisis nowadays, some matters are more urgent than it was even five years ago. And all the young people I meet are asking me, how can I make a difference? And, um, and I really think that you have to capitalize on what you're good at. And there's, I was uh, underlining it to, to, to you uh, earlier on. There's a question I love to ask in the job interview is, okay, you want to make a difference, but what do you do before getting this fantastic job that will change your life? What do you do on your individual uh, scale to change the world? Are you volunteering? In, a, in an animal shelter, we are discussing about someone earlier on. Um, one of my artistic director recently, I just hired her. I had some perfect candidates for the job. But then comes this girl, and she's like, me, I have volunteered for a feminist association. I did their whole uh, graphic identity and their website. Okay, that doesn't really speak to me. Feminism, I'm not into that. But I respect it. And I was like, wow, if she can find the time between her kids, her job, whatever she does, to, find, to give some of her time freely on a volunteering basis to this association, she will, do the ex she will go the extra mile. I don't want the perfect candidate. Most of the time, I don't care about the school they're from. I don't even know it most of the time. I don't care about what they will tell me. What I look for is curiosity soft skills, the questions they ask, the sparkle in their eyes, and what do they do at their small scale to change things. That's how you recruit the game changers. You will make a difference. Then you have to adapt your way of managing people because maybe on a short term, these are not the perfect profile. They might do mistakes, but I'm, I'm convinced on the mid and long term, that's the people who are going to challenge you. They're going to push the boundaries of the company. They will help you to innovate, to do things differently. And that's what I'm looking for. I think, I think you're right also in the sense that our generation is definitely more passionate about a lot of issues. We're also more intellectually curious about issues going on in the world, also pursuing a lot of entrepreneurial activities. And, you know, we are, I think, on the, in the face of the issues such as climate change, we are demanding more transparency from companies and you know, to a certain extent shaping the discussion in that industry. With masterclasses, information sessions or in-house events, there are plenty of opportunities for you to enhance your career and leadership skills with the events at INSEAD. If you want to attend an upcoming INSEAD event, head to www.inse.ad forward slash ITK events.